Hi everyone, may peace be on you all and welcome to another episode of I'm a Muslim and that's okay. And Ramadan is over. Well, by the time you guys will hear this this recording, Ramadan will be over. It will be Eid day because Friday is Eid for us. And happy Eid to all my Muslim listeners. I mean, I didn't, that's not how I started this podcast out. It was mostly meant for, for, people who are not Muslims, but I have a significant number of Muslim listeners now too, and my thank you to them um, for listening in to me, and happy Eid to all of them, and yeah, by the time this episode comes out, it will be Eid and the end of Ramadan, and I was like, dang, the month flew by, it always seems to fly by, every single year, when we're starting out, we're tired, and we're extra cranky but it does pass by so fast and I did my previous episode on you know a little bit of Ramadan nostalgia because my kids had started fasting like regularly I'm so proud of my babies I mean at least one of them did almost the entire month and that one day he skipped out is because he was feeling a little iffy and I was like no I'm not gonna risk you getting sick the only reason my younger one couldn't fast was because he was actually actually sick he had a significant like a number of days with fever so I was like no child you are not fasting even though he threw a bit of a fit for that but no that's that's not how that rolls I mean, if you're, I mean, there's there's like a couple of conditions in which you're not supposed to be fasting. Being sick is one of them, on your period is the other. And if you're traveling, um, those are all the reasons why you should not be fasting. Um, so I was like, no, nah, child, um, you did your best. But when he got better, he kept the rest of the fast. I'm so proud of them both. So, and basically, last episode was a bit of a comparison about what it was like when I was growing up during Ramadan in a Muslim country and how different it is for them. And um, when I was having, you know, one of those conversations with my kids about Ramadan, and the thing is, when kids are fasting, even though they want to fast, but by the end of the day, they're so worn out, the poor things. And uh, I don't I don't really tell them that, no, you have to, like, last until sundown. But they do choose to, like, really push themselves. Again, I'm really proud of them for that. And during one of those times, they get extra cranky. And um, one of them sort of asked me, he's like, why do we have to fast? It's so hard. And this is one of those questions that does sort of pop up, especially for those who are not Muslims, that why are we fasting? And usually the standard answer is, which, you know, I heard when I was growing up as well, is that we fast because it teaches us patience. That's one of them, patience, self-control, all of those things um, are relevant. The other one is that it sort of... um, clears us of worldly desires because we're resisting those worldly desires and helps us become more spiritual when we are not just abstaining from eating and drinking we're also abstaining from doing anything bad um anything because that's part of the fast it's not just that you're not eating and drinking you're not supposed to be lying gossiping uh, any of any number of really negative things you're not supposed to be doing just not eating and drinking and then you know having a temper or uh lying like it just it doesn't that's not how the fast works 
So those are two of the main reasons, you know, we sort of have for fasting. But when my kid asked me that, I was, the answer that sort of came out of my mouth was, is that fasting teaches you that you have to keep going on even when things are hard. And that had never occurred to me before. But just because my my kid asked me that in that, you know, heated moment, it sort of came out. And I was like, you know, that is also a thing that it's, it's sort of a training for that even when things are hard, you have to keep going on. You can't just give up just because you feel it feels hard that something feels hard and it could uh, you know apply to any number of things um situationally we've all been there that things are hard and you really really want to give up but it's at that point that you really got to push yourself just so you can reach the finish line and I think that's one of those things that it sort of occurred to me that, yeah, Ramadan is a training for that, too. Because by the end of the day, I'm not I'm not kidding. Like, we're all ready to give up. Um, it's like the, the last 15 minutes are the hardest. I'm not even kidding. You've like you've done like the eight hours, but like last 15 minutes, like especially we're all counting down with the kids. It's harder for them. They're like, why is there 15 minutes left? Why is the time increasing? But that's that's also one of those things that happens because sunset also, you know, the time increases every single day, especially when the days are getting longer by a minute or so. It's like, why does it increase every single day? <laughs> poor things but that's the thing it's it is one of those one of those I think points about fasting is just that yeah you definitely like your worldly desires all of those things that gets put on pause but I think it's a it's a good lesson to have that when things get hard you just have to find it deep within yourself that just gotta keep going for a little while longer and it it is hard but ultimately it's so worth it so yeah that was I think that was my big takeaway from this Ramadan I got it from you know from my kids the first time my kids are fasting so another lesson from from my kids but yeah um Ramadan is over and today is Eid um when the this recording comes out and most likely you know that's what we do on Eid we'll be doing our morning prayers and for every single year for the past three years ever since I moved into a Muslim neighborhood um, we've especially we moved during the pandemic so we were not visiting one another so what we did was we set up tables outside of our houses um, and had different things on them I standard by standard I'm always doing goodie bags and uh, other people have food and drink so people pass by uh, in our neighborhood and they can pick up either food or goodie bags the kids love it balloons all those sort of things that we do and that's what I've been prepping for for the past week or so gosh you'd be surprised at the number of random things in my house from like the goodie bag bags to the things that go in the bags and just trying to keep it in one place and making sure the kids don't get into it <laughs> but it's always a great thing and 
that's one of those things that are that is different over here when i was growing up for eid uh, we didn't have like a concept of goodie bags we had the concept of money i've discussed this before in a previous episode in pakistan especially kids go around and they they meet the elders and they're collecting money and by the end of the day everybody's comparing who's got the biggest loot obviously it's always the the older kids because by by default the older kids got more money and the younger kids always got less money because of their younger so um that's how it was but over here in the US I've noticed that the traditions are slightly different I think some especially from Pakistani backgrounds they do give out money to especially kids who are from their family there is a big tradition of giving gifts and that was new to me when I moved to the US I saw lots of people giving gifts to their their kids and um like for other kids that visit their homes goodie bags is always an easy thing has all the things kids love you know candy small toys you know little things that kids like so that's the thing over here that muslims do and i think i think it's great uh because i'm not i'm not going to lie money is great but i think there is a particular joy when kids re- receive something that has that's something physical that they can see touch play with and so yeah that's what i'll be doing today my table's going to be all set out and you know goodie bags for all the kids that go through the neighborhood but yeah um to everybody who is celebrating eid i hope you all have a good eid and everybody else i mean if you meet a muslim say happy eid to us or come over to our house we definitely have plenty of food and pretty plenty of uh, goodie bags to go around and to everyone happy eid and until next time i have a great gift of the gab coming up y'all take care of yourself and may peace be on you all Thank you so much for tuning in to I'm a Muslim and that's okay. And if you wish to follow my social media for more updates, you can follow me on Instagram, on Facebook, and on YouTube. All the links to those are in the show notes. And if you are on Apple or on Spotify or on Podchaser, please do give my podcast a five-star rating. It really does help get me, you know, in the public eye. And if you wish to donate to support the podcast, you can do so through the PayPal link in my show notes as well. Take care.